the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Power on. Power on. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckle lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to Racer Radio. FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. That's my girl, Brittany. We're in for an hour, and we really don't have any guests. No live guests. No, but we've got an interview I did uh, with Toyota Racing, and they've got a diversity program, and this kid goes to uh, SDSU. Oh. And Toyota's reaching out, and he is an African-American. And so we're going to run this interview at the end. He got a chance to meet Bubba Wallace, and, and he went to the racetrack, and then Toyota invited him, and he really wants to be a race car driver. So I told him I'd hook him up with Barona, and he's all fired up. And I said, well, unfortunately, the season is yeah, right? over. <laughs> so now he's – but anyway, that'll be our – that's the only really interview. Oh, cool. I don't think Dirt Dude's calling in. There's I, not much going on for Barona, no. and our guests canceled last second. But there's been a lot of exciting things going on this weekend. Everything from MotoGP to the F1 race. And, and more uh, local stuff, too, but, I have to report on. Yeah, what do you got? Oh, oh, already. <laughs> well, oh, I guess I should do my commercial <laughs> do that first. first. What yeah. am I doing? Black Forest Motorsports, BMW, Mini Cooper, or a Porsche. Any one of the three. If you're looking for a dealer alternative, these guys are in over 40 years experience. 8066 Engineer Road. In lovely San Diego, go to BlackForestAutomotive.com. All right, so yeah, so the the MotoGP thing. I mean, being <laughs> that you're a big motorcycle girl, and your dad was he uh, clawing? Was he well, clawing the TV screen? So first thing this morning, I get this. I'll show you. Describe it to our listeners. This is my one of my father's helmets. Wow! Right, it's really really fancy. That is so super fancy. I think that's his way of telling me I will be watching MotoGP. And did you see the winner? What's his name? The one we we mentioned, not the one that got it. The Yamaha. No, no, no. That's the guy that got the championship. Yes. The guy that won the. Oh, right. Marquez threw his helmet into the stands. Oh, wow! Um, with joy. No, I didn't see. No, it. he just took his helmet and he went. Whoosh, but out of joy. Yeah, out of joy. Oh, okay. Well, um, I would love to have caught that helmet. Uh, it's funny because keep in mind, my father owns two Ducatis. Oh, he's not and, a happy guy. And what crashed today in lap five and 15? Ducatis. Ducatis. And the last one was like, what? I don't know what lap. It was real close to it the end. It was 15, and he was leading, yeah. and he was doing so well. And, and he was um, way ahead. He yeah. had a nice lead, and it just... And the race was in Italy. Oh, my and uh, so my father is not the biggest Marquez fan. Uh, fan. Oh, well, um, what was Marquez riding? A Honda. Yeah. This family doesn't care. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know... 
he just he can dish it out, but he can't take it. Oh, you know? is and, that what the problem yeah, is? You know, every track has one of those. Yes, everyone yeah. does. So my father texts me basically um, when the two Ducatis went down, and then Marquez went went on to win. He said, "I turned off the race and threw up." <laughs> You know, my I, father doesn't have any opinions. No, none whatsoever. <laughs> Not a very opinionated guy at all. But uh, I guess uh, Valentino. That was his though, last yeah, his last race. In Italy, but he had the biggest fans, you know, the biggest I know. Everybody. roar, even though he, I think, got last. But yeah. still, everyone loves him. And he's got riders that he's been mentoring that are, are yes. going to keep his legacy going on for decades. Yeah. Mark Marque- Mar- Marquez won. Mark Marquez, He yes. won the race in a... Uh, Repsol Honda team, and uh, and the second place was <laughs> Honda. Third place, hey, Inya Bastanini was on a Ducati. I'm so glad you're pronouncing these names. Yeah, really. <laughs> I'm screwing them up. But Fabio Quattorero, he in a Yamaha, he actually won the championship, and it's the first time Yamaha's won a championship, I think, since the 80s. But did, you didn't see the GP race because when, when – uh, uh, our boy went down. The uh, the the team uh, leader, you know, in the yeah. pits, yeah. dropped. To yes, his knees. I I did see just that. Just like your dad yeah. did. He dropped to his knees. I just saw like, that. I just, just saw like a little turtle, a red turtle on the ground. Just like it looked your like. Dad. Your dad. Well, yeah. I mean, he was out. He was owning it, and yeah. But you know what? They were good to him. He comes in, you know, and his his uniforms ripped to shreds, and. You know, he's not a happy camper. But, you know, everybody kind of said, yeah, well, you know, that's racing. It is. I don't know how you get back on a race. I don't either. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you I don't do. know. I mean, I was <laughs> I was depressed. And my wife was even surprised because she sat and watched it, too. But, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, his name is uh, Bagania. Yeah, I, I know what it is. I can read it. And I know who they're talking about, but pronunciation. And he, I mean, but it just turned 15. Just yeah, it was bit 15. Him, bit him like a bear. Even Miller only made it five, and it's like elbow caught or something. Same corner that caught Jack Miller out earlier in the race on a Ducati. Yeah. Well, I guess I'd go around. And they started one, too, I believe. I think I'd go around turn 15. I don't think I'd go back to turn 15. <laughs> you go 14, 16? I'd go 14. I'd just cut across the <laughs> Cut across the grass and say, you know what? Not doing that. Not doing that. So, hey, thanks for letting me take off last week for my uh, uncle's 80th birthday. Was it fun? It was beautiful. Did you sing? Uh, we all sang to him, yes. It was at the Descanso Town Hall. Um, it was it was wonderful. His yeah. sons put it on, and it was just wonderful, and yeah. it was a lot of friends. 80 years old, 80 too. years old, and he's got a lot of circles of friends. He was a long-distance runner, so really? there were runners. He was a horseman. He was a teacher. Wow. So there were a bunch of different... Um, you know, groups yeah, of people. It kind of runs, you know, that, that kind of runs in your yeah. bloodline. Uh-huh, absolutely. Because you're a teacher. Yeah. I yeah. don't think you're a runner, though. I was for a long time. Were you yeah. really? Yeah, I ran competitively for a long time, and then I was in college and a 10K and mile three. I, at that moment, was like, I'm done. Yeah. And then went on to faster things, racing bicycles in college, and then faster things. And, yeah, I and just then faster, 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 faster. Yes, but yeah. I wanted to thank you for letting me take oh. off. Oh. And I went and listened to the Roland Sands interview. Wasn't that great? Yeah, my mom, my dad's like, you had Roland Sands on, and Steve's like, you guys had Roland Sands. Like, it's like now I'm bummed I missed it. But, and and uh, was he not shocked when I told him I have a Roland Sands the, the watch? watch? Yeah, you know, and I, and I sent him the video from KUSI 
because uh-huh. I took him in on TV and I actually showed. I'm a, I'm a big Roland Sands and I liked his dad. Well, yeah, a lot of people are. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, he was yeah he was a little surprised when I brought when I brought that up. I would have loved to have gone to the event. But I know right. my dad and I contemplated it yesterday because um, I know you. I thought for sure your dad was going to go. There we were fifty fifty, and we went hiking instead yesterday. Oh. I needed a little dart therapy, yeah. so we went hiking in the Cuyamacas. But um, another reason I wanted to go up there was I we know some people who raced there. Oh. Uh, if you recall, I don't know about four months ago, we had Kyle Ferris on, yes, gentleman that rode hour and a half down on his Ducati. Sure, sure, sure. So I saw that his wife, who at the time of the interview had a broken leg from ow, racing, ow. she posted last week she's ready to race again, and she was racing the event. No kidding. Yeah. The hooligans? Yeah, she was racing that division, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I reached out. I, I don't know. Her name's Erin. I haven't uh-huh. met her yet. Right. But I reached out to her through Facebook, and then I said, Reached out to Kyle saying, "I'm wish I you know, wish your wife well." And yeah. he goes, "Well, not just the wife. Kyle raced, Aaron, his wife raced, and both his kids raced yesterday." Wow! Yeah, I wonder so, how they did. Well, he said they did pretty well. Okay. Yeah. No, no wins, but a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yes, well, and that's really what it's all about. You know, yeah. what I mean, she's only, back on the bike again. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, yeah, because you know, most times somebody breaks their leg, they hang it up. A lot of time. I mean, she's not a she's not a a factory rider. I mean, she's doing it for fun. Well, she's part of that program, that ride, build, race, or oh, build, race, ride. With, yeah, 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 with yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's yeah. Right. So I think she was just starting on that and wasn't about to give it up. Right. Yeah. So, well, you know, she wants to finish her her project. Yeah, the Royal Enfield. Yeah, the What's Royal Enfield. Ride? No, that's build, right. Learn, ride, race. Yeah, learn. so ride, yeah. build. Well, I'll have them down. I said, hey, we yeah, got to yeah, have yeah, the whole yeah. family because it's a literally a family that well, races Well, let's see together. if we can't get, uh, if, once her bike is done. Oh, on know, KUSI? Put it on KUSI. It is done. She raced it yesterday, w- Dave. Wouldn't that be fun to put that on TV, too, the yeah. whole family? Yeah. Heck, they could bring all their bikes down. Yes. The whole family. Yeah, I've already reached out to them. Because I am <laughs> filling up December now. Oh, I'm bit, sure you are. A little bit of November, a little bit of December. But uh, yeah, so that that's that's awesome. I don't know what's going on with the NASCAR race. I have it taped, so I kind of opted for uh, MotoGP. Oh, good for you! I'm telling you, that MotoGP stuff is crazy. I love it when they go like when they'll show two turns. It's like a left turn and a right turn. They show it in slow motion. And now they're scrubbing their elbows. They never used to do the elbows. That's what I think. Miller hit his elbow. Yeah, they used to scrub the knees. In fact. Yeah, it just blew me away. All right, let's take a quick break. You're okay. listening to Racer Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Racer Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody, treats you better than El Cajon Ford. In fact, they just uh, sold two Broncos. And you thought they sold their kids. They had a big party and everybody right. was excited and they were putting it on Facebook. I love it. But 1595 East Main Street in El Cajon, they do have inventory. They've got used cars out over in Santee. I looked at the lot, a lot of quality used cars. Go to ElCajonMotors.com for all your automotive needs. Their service department will work on everything in your driveway. That's right. They got factory trained technicians. They'll do all your services. So, one stop shop, 
elk on Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody, treats you better. All right, so Dirt Dude didn't call in because really Barona's kind of off it's for the season. Off season, but you know some Barona ri- drivers. Oh, they're going all over the place. They're finding places to go. Absolutely. Well, yeah, because you know, I mean, we are in Southern California. Hello, and I thought we had a good interview with Rob last week and Cocopa. I think he's running this. Didn't they run last night? I'm not sure if Coco Paw ran last night. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Oh, I, Are you talking about with Brad? Or Brad. What did I say, okay, Rob? That's why I was looking at you funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's what I'm thinking, too. But, yeah, it, we missed you yeah, last Sunday, but that was a good interview. He was a lot of fun. Yeah, I would like to have him in. Yeah, I would, too. I have a lot of questions for him. I'm sure you I'd do, like yeah. to know his... Um, I don't know, just this game plan for next year. Well, because it's going to be in conjunction with uh, Barona. That's really what I want to question him on. (laughs) And we had a long conversation off air and on air because he was at KUSI as well. And he has been around, you know, the racing community for a long time. He knows Mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, he knows a lot of uh, drivers, uh, professional and you know, oh. intramental in, did he in, race i don't think he ever raced i think he was more of the promoter slash announcer type guy but i gotta tell you i know you work but if you have <laughs> some way to dvr uh dale earnhardt does a show at about three third three o'clock every day it's the best show on the planet give me a little more give me a synopsis he sits down with old drivers young drivers for an hour, and they just he just interviews them. It's kind of like what you and I do, and he gets right into it. Gets into their family lives. Gets into their racing. How did you get into it? Mm-hmm. You know, and I got to tell you, I've been. I am seriously. How is this hooked. the first I'm hearing of this? I know, I know, because I have never told you about. <laughs> is it, it new? He's been doing it probably maybe a year or two. Okay, fairly new. And the thing of it is, the best thing that's ever happened, what it's done for him is it's brought him out of his shell. Oh. (laughs) And he's become an extremely good interviewer, but he just interviewed an IndyCar driver, Polo, and talked to him about how did he get over from, you know, South America, how did he get into... United States how did he you know and he talked about his mom and dad helping him with go-karting and mm-hmm. and then he and then he had and then he was talking he'll talk to old-time drivers like um oh gosh what was his name Mr. Excitement uh Jimmy Spencer mm-hmm. remember Jimmy Spencer mm-hmm. well Jimmy Spencer and him did not really oh. get along that well oh, how'd they get along in the interview they buried a hatchet <laughs> oh, on, on TV <laughs> and you oh could, really yeah Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was really, really, really. Well, Jimmy Spencer, he was, I mean, he'd punch you in the face and look at you. you okay. Know? Yeah. One of those <laughs> kinds of drivers. So is this five days a week? Yeah, I mean, Monday I, through I Friday. I can be introduced to five new drivers a week? Yeah, well, and all sorts of topics. That That's the kicker. Sorts of topics and like just he brings different. it. He brought in Rick Hendrick one time mm-hmm. and, you know, and he just gets everything out of him. He had a... Yeah, I, I didn't know the guy. You're more of a country western. So, no, you're not. I ride horses. That's, that's right. About, and I have as, a bunch of boots. And you but... have boots. That's the closest <laughs> you're going to get. But this guy was a a country western singer that uh-huh. moved to Tennessee because he wanted to be a songwriter. And they had become friends. And I guess he had wrote a song because when his dad passed away, and it hit Earnhardt uh, Jr. so hard 
that Junior reached out. Oh. And he said that this song will fit anybody that, that had a relationship oh with their God, dad. Yes. Oh. oh, yeah. No, it's a uh, total tearjerker. Oh, boy. Yeah. In fact, it was funny. I was listening to the news the other day, and they had a, this girl that did a song prior to uh, Afghanistan, mm-hmm. you know, collapsing. Mm-hmm. And and it was kind of directed at the, the 12 that had passed away, you know, were killed. And and it was all before all of this happened. Well, she associated the song with one the one guy out of Texas that was in the group. Mm-hmm. And they played the song while I was driving to KUSI. Did you tear up, Dave? <laughs> I was a mess, man. <laughs> I was a I remember once you told me you can't watch, like, American Idol and you cry. I'm too sensitive. I'm so sensitive. And that was such a heartwarming. Right, when there's a story behind it. But anyway, back to motorsports. So what are you doing to keep sharp? Are you going to K1 Speed? What what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Actually, what I would like to do, um, I have a KX100. Yeah. Little dirt bike, yeah. and she's got new shoes, we pop new tires. Oh, we're gonna go out to. Um, uh, she fires up like she can sit for a year, and she'll just fire up. So, so you're gonna go out to lock it. I would like to at least go out to the desert. Oh, just it's about the desert. desert season. So honestly, I would really like to go out a couple times, and uh, at least do that. I can bring my monkey. Oh, <laughs> I'll run with you. I'd like to see you keep up with me, Dave. I would like to try. <laughs> that would be funny. I um, bounce really well. I'll do that. And actually, I'm probably going to do a lot of hiking with my dad. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's not really going in circles. Still got the knees and the ankles for it? Oh, uh, yeah. That's what with that broken foot last year. I Yesterday know. was my first real hike. and um, How did it do? It did fairly well. Fairly. I just, I'm very purposeful on where I place my feet. Yeah. Yeah. Did you take any like Advil or something? Uh, no you need went? to really. Oh, okay. No, no, it was good. And it um, doesn't hurt today? No, not especially. I mean, I move all the time because of work. Yeah. Like by seven, I've already put in a mile and a half by 7 a.m. Yeah. Just setting up fields and stuff. But that's right. You're in, you're in the, in school now, right? I am in school week nine. Week we're yeah. counting. Not that I'm counting, yeah. Exactly. yeah not, that, not that we're counting. Not that <laughs> well, grades counting. are due at the end of the week, so that's wow. why I know. So, so what did you do with uh, the race car? Put it put it away for the winter? Uh, well, I had hoped to get out to practice last Friday, yeah. but some that, unfortunate yeah. stuff happened. Um, so she's all just about clean. I need to clean her belly and okay. then do a few things just so she doesn't rust and, and start dr- her regularly. And... Oh, okay, so you will keep it running? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't drain the oil, drain the fuel. One could. I enjoy sitting in it and firing it up periodically. And going out on the driveway. Nah, I'm not going to do that. Why not? <laughs> we take a turn too hard, you might hurt the rear end. So, yeah. And it's little. So I'm watching another form of racing, and they're like little buggies, but they're all electric. And they're out in this massive field with all these trails. Oh, and all these world famous off roaders are driving them, and and this guy gets in it, and he it's all electric, it's e racing, but it's for like Baja type stuff, nothing real high, but into a couple of water traps and everything, and it's yeah, it's probably about three miles, and they go all I don't know how they know to turn left or right, but that's another story, and power steering went out. Oh goodness! And I thought about you again because the guy comes in and he he could barely lift yeah, his arms. Yeah. You know, and then the girl jumped in, but they shut the car down and then restarted it by rebooting it. The power steering. Oh, worked. okay, really? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of I what think, happened. I go, now, that's <laughs> what Brittany needs—something yeah. that reboots. Yes, yeah. But yeah, that was quite the—that was quite the 
quite the race. What do I you want think? you to look at this and see if you recognize any names. I think this was out in Oklahoma this weekend. Do you recognize uh, any names? Well, I usually need the front name to go with well, the Well, look at the name. top right. You should know Christopher Bell, right? Oh, I, it does say Christopher Bell. See Darren Brown? What's he running? Pointing him out for you. Non-wing sprints or outlaws? Yeah, I'll be darned. Christopher Bell and Darren Brown. Have you ever heard that name? I heard Darren Mm -hmm. Brown before. He made it to the A-Main, and I think he got eighth last night. Wow. In a 600, and he was running a 600. Yeah, that's right. That's so, well, of course, they're all packing their bags. and They're getting ready for the Tulsa shootout and then the Chili Bowl. Yeah, the Chili Bowl's right around the corner. Tulsa is the week before, and I think Darren wants to do that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he might as well. He's so good. Well, yeah, that's what they're gearing up for. Yeah, you might as well. I yeah, mean, so. yeah, hello. A Barona driver. Another Barona driver. Robert Peters. Yep. You've met him. Yep. He went up to Ventura last night and won. Did he really? Yeah. So he did well. And then the boys at Ventura, the Velasquez brothers, they were actually out of town, mm-hmm. Nick and Tommy Velasquez, and they went out of town to... Antioch. Oh, Antioch. <laughs> Very good. I got it. And um, I believe Tommy won Friday and his little brother Nick won last night. Antioch is, is a lot. Antioch reminds me of um, the track that closed to Ascot. Oh. oh. It's been around that long. Oh. Antioch's been around a long time. Yeah. I have not raced either one of those. You'd like it. Antioch. Right? I think you'd probably like it. Well, you like any track. I do. Oh, so I caught the one um, Little 500. See, I didn't catch it. I missed it. It was from May of 2021. Okay. They were re-showing it today right. on MAV TV. What caught uh, my attention. What? So it's 500 laps. Right. First of all, like, what? Asphalt. Oh. They started three wide, 11 rows. The simple math says 33 sprint cars on a quarter mile track what? for five. Three wide is how they started. 11 rows deep. It wasn't, that wasn't a salute? <laughs> no. That's no. how they started? I believe that is how they started. That's why I like sat down to watch the start. Holy. <laughs> yeah. um, Did they all get into turn one okay? They were fine. Yeah, at the start. There were, <laughs> by the first 250 laps, I think they'd had seven cautions. That's amazing. Yeah. And then I was bummed for the guy. Um, See, I've heard of the little 500. I mean, I just. It's the seven, it was the 73rd annual. Yeah, I know. I know it's been around <laughs> forever. So Quarter what, mile. what TV service do you have that you have math? Cox. You don't either. Are you sure? How about AT&T? Maybe AT&T. I have AT&T. Yeah. Yeah. I may have to change. AT&T. I like MAV-TV. I like MAV-TV. There's always something good on it. And that one, I was like, three wide, wait. And I rewound it, and I'm like, yeah, that's what they said. Three wide, 11 deep. I used to have it on on Dish, and then when they got rid of it, they got into an argument with uh, Dish and MAV. And I went and talked to the MAV people, you know, because it's owned by Lucas Lucas Oil. Uh And I want to know what the heck was going on. Mm -hmm. And they go, hey, we tried to give it to them for free. And they didn't want it. They wanted us to pay them. I enjoy it because then I can, yeah. Well, you'll get every form of motorsports, everything from tractor pull. Yeah. (laughs) Don't you love love tractor pull? I love that you can make a competition out of anything. And they will. (laughs) They'll put a motor in anything and hang on. Hold my beer. Let's see if this works. All right. Let's take a quick break. You're listening to Racer Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Windows and doors. Well, I bet some people don't like him. I don't know why. 
nice, nicest guy on the planet. All right, folks, welcome back to Racer Radio, FM 96. What? AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. If you've never been to Paris, you've got to go. go. 18700 Lake Paris Road. They're still running, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. I'm Go to ParisAutoSpeedway.com. Our lovely assistant is looking it up as we speak while she's doing that. John's yes. Automotive Import Repair, 7447 University Avenue in lovely La Mesa. Go to John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair.com. They just had USAC sprint cars last night. That's I think what I they'd thought. have a good story. That's what I thought. It oh would... my gosh, they run so much. They're running next week too. Yeah, no, no. Night they... of destruction. Oh! Sorry. When are you gonna go? Uh, well, I missed the last one. My parents and I were sitting under the pergola all relaxed and we're like, Is it that tonight? And it was just too late. Hey, mother and father. You're listening. Yeah. Probably. Unless they're riding. Well, let me. What we can do is let's see if we can't get Scott to comp you guys some tickets. And well, I like that even better. I I like that. Night of Destruction demo cross figure eights trailer figure eights ah double deckers. Okay, everybody out there listening. Yeah, it says October thirtieth. Yes, that's a fun night. I wonder if it doesn't say trunk or treat, but. They're, They'll be giving candy they out. They are Speedway that does that. Yeah, they are heavy doing that. Oh, my gosh, that's next week. But they, there's still tons of racing. They have one November 3rd. I just got a ding, and that ding's mom. Uh, <laughs> November 4th, November 5th, November 6th. Whoa, November 13th. Oh, yeah, I think that's a big, big weekend. What's it? What's it? Amsire. Am, Amsire. Bush. No. What? Bush. Bush. Nationals. Bush. Bush. Oh, I see. They have practice. Oh. Oh, but you're right. There's also the Amsoil USAC Nationals. That's what I thought it was. Sprint cars. Oh, my gosh. There's lots of good racing going on oh, in Paris. Oh, no, no, no. When's the last time you were at Paris? That long ago? I I think it was the last time. So maybe it was two Octobers ago because I oh. remember the trunk or tree. Or, Two Octobers ago, so it's been a while since you've Yeah, up. my buddy was racing, and he was trying to show off for my friend. And um, he got into the lead, and then coming out of four, he smacked. This was only like three laps in. Was he waving as he came out of the turn? He was showing off and uh, smacked into the wall and lost a wheel, just snapped off. Yeah. That would do it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, old Todd, he's not with us anymore. But, oh. uh, yeah, Todd was showing off for Bev. And, it uh, happens. Snapped off his wheel. Don't you hate when that happens? Yeah, but that, I remember going down on onto the track and getting candy and yeah. and more candy and yeah. then some more, more candy. candy. Yeah. Well, Paris is just and it's Paris is such a, a friendly, family oh oriented track. I mean, I just, I just, I they can't. They really tell you. are. I mean, we say that, but like you got to really see are. And then they got the music going all the time and the good food and the nice. It's just a nice, oh, nice bathroom. They have like. The nice 30 of, bathroom stalls. Yeah. yeah wonderful. No, I think there's more women bathroom stalls than there are men. I wouldn't know. I have not checked out well, the Well, I men's, would hope but, you wouldn't. And sangria and hot dogs. And burgers. <laughs> and pinks hot yes, dogs. Yes, the pinks hot dogs. Are you a hot dog girl? I eat just about anything. Oh, yes. Yeah, see, I, I do. don't. I'm not. My, oh, you don't like hot dogs? I love hot dogs. I could eat hot dogs all day long. But I don't eat just like oh. Michelle will go to... Like a Vietnamese restaurant or an Indian restaurant. Mm -hmm. That's what I had last night. Indian food. See, I... uh, My dad was a chef. Yeah, but he's not an Indian chef. Uh Aha! 
Did you hear that, Dad? He goes to the Indian market all the time. Is he? And they all just kind of look at him when he says, my special number is, because he goes so much. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sog Paneer. Yummy. Oh, we just had Quima last night. Yummy. He's giving me weird looks, listeners. I have no idea what you're talking um, about. Yeah, I've been lucky. I, you know, I was silly. I, How come you're not as big as a Volkswagen? Because I move all the time. Oh. I'm all, oh, by the way, yes. I told you I listened to the interview yes. that you had, the hour interview. With? Well, this was the third segment, the Paris segment. You were telling the, um, the guest my age, my weight, Oops. my height. I'm like, oh, what? I mean, I was I close? Well, no. So I, I told my, I share an office with somebody, and I, she walked in. I go, Dave just told him my age, my weight, and my height. I said he added twelve pounds, but oh. at least you gave me two inches. Well, of course, <laughs> I'm, I'm only you five two three. In. You're only five three. What did I say? Five five, which I would love, but um, why would you want to be five five? Yeah. Got to buy more clothes. Yeah. 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 I can't remember what that conversation was. Ah, uh, you were telling him I ride, race, excuse me, a dwarf car. Oh, that's I right. Know. Yeah. I don't know. It was just funny. I'm all, is he really? Yes, he is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. he is. Yeah, yeah you can't. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no control button on yeah. this guy. Yeah. I mean, I'll but, talk uh, about anything. That's yeah. why I don't weigh, like, I'm not a ton because I move all the time. But yeah. um, I did, I ignored seafood. My entire childhood couldn't stand it, and then in twenty or excuse, like two thousand five, I think, I had a trip to Japan. Yeah, and I thought there's only going to be seafood there, so I started to force myself to eat seafood, which now I love. Really? Uh, oh my gosh! But I get over there, I didn't have a stitch of seafood because they have noodle houses, and then they the Korean bar or the barbecues, and the they had a lot of Indian influence there. You're and me. I didn't have any seafood over there in japan <laughs> that's so funny you're all geared up uh, yeah but now i'm so glad i love salmon and tuna and yeah. uh shrimp and crab and oh scallops yeah. and oysters yeah. not to change the subject oh wait this is a sports yeah well, i mean a motor sport. isn't there two more gp races coming up i think i believe that was not the i didn't that think that was the, the last one no, I think it was just it was significant because it was in italy i think there's yeah i think there's two more I think there's two more GP races that will be coming up. So not that it's going to make any difference, you know, because the championship has already been won. Isn't that sad how that happens? I, I wish somehow the championships would go to the end. I hear you. Yeah, I mean, you'd think it would make for better racing, but right. the person who has secured it would disagree with us. Well, that's probably true, too. <laughs> the whole team. Did you watch the Xfinity race yesterday? I did not. Yeah, it was. I didn't. I should have brought some paperwork on it. It was a good race. It was in uh, Kansas, mm-hmm. and you thought it was Bristol. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was some. Wasn't you know any hard feelings, but you know a couple of team members taking each other out. Oh yeah, really? Which oh. is always the worst. Yeah. Yeah, you always hate it when that happens. Oh yeah. goodness! But yeah, motorsports is almost at the at the end. We're getting real close to it. Well, yeah, I, you know, I can't help but think of just weather influencing that. Even the MotoGP, it was wet at the beginning of the That's day. That's what I heard. Yeah. yeah, they said that the MotoGP. But if, folks, if you've never watched MotoGP, you have to do it. It's beautiful. It's art and physics. So what are those big humps? What's that big hump on their back between? Isn't that their when shoulders? they slide, like when they fall well, off? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Too. Oh, I yeah, I think that's part of it. And then when they fall off, they inflate too, don't they? Well, I know 
Excuse. I've never seen anybody inflate, but I've heard that they, that they do. They've inflated on accident, too, apparently. Well, you know, Honda had devised a suit from head to toe, from neck, yes. neck to toe. But the one that they did it on, the person that went off the bike just kept bouncing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. so, there, so there was a couple of – because I have a – did I give it away to somebody? But I have a motorcycle jacket, or it's a vest. And it uses CO2 cartridges. Oh, yeah. And what you do is you tether it to your to Oh, your so bike it like pulls off. So that if you come off the bike, you turn into the Michelin Man. Oh. I, and I did it at KUSI with uh, Dave Davis. So I put the jacket on him, you know, and I says, okay, so here's what's going to happen. And I just took it. I went, and it literally, <laughs> the only downside to that vest is if you're a long rider. Yeah. So you're on the bike and you're going to your next gas station stop and you forget don't i was i thought you were going there no no you forget to untether it (laughs) yeah i know and then the next thing you know you yeah you're the michelin man Uh, so i have we have been corrected i've been corrected it's for airflow which doesn't surprise me at all the hump on the back oh it's okay i thought it was for when you're i i kind of thought about it you know for neck injuries you know and all that but airflow makes sense maybe it's both you know if they're the helmets i know are are super designed for airflow. That sounds like bicycle helmets. Yeah, I just can't get over how well, I mean, how much they lean now than huh. when they leaned mm-hmm. before. It's crazy. Because they never used to lean that far back in the day. Uh, yeah, I watched a documentary on MotoGP and just the evolution of that mm-hmm. particular thing. And oh, even got... how Rossi has changed over time. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love seeing we that get Rossi. We had to get Rossi to call it. I should just ask. We could. He, we could I'll bet always ask. I bet he'll do it. <laughs> I bet your you dad do? probably knows him. I, I wish. I wish for I him. I bet we can get to he's, Rossi. He's loved Rossi for decades. I, I can't remember because I'm old, but I think I've interviewed him before. No way. I mean, it's not just that we're fans. There are so many fans. Oh, no. He's, he has so many fans. Yeah. And, and how long has he been racing? My goodness. Dirt. Doesn't he cross span how, three decades? Yeah, and how many championships? Oh, my goodness, yeah. He, his, yeah. he will live on. Yeah. Valentino Rossi. See, you didn't think I'd remember that, did you? That's good stuff. Like Antioch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, listeners, I wasn't sure how to pronounce that. That's why he's bringing that and can up. Can you believe a school teacher asking this doorknob? Math, science, P.E. Not great with pronunciation. Well, I apologize to my students at the beginning of every year. I always start by, I am well, sorry if I mispronounce your name. It's okay. 345, we're going to do an interview with, like I said, Joseph Doisha. Uh, Toyota Racing is announcing the establishment of the Dream Experimental Endowment in partnership with Bubba Wallace, Live to be Different. You said he goes to SDSU. Goes to SDSU. Is he a local boy, or is he from out of town now yep. going to SDSU? He's a local boy. That's and, awesome. And as a continuation of Toyota Racing Dream uh, commercial that took to the airwaves around 2021. I thought I'd seen that. Toyota. So it's going to be, it should be pretty interesting. So Why didn't he come in? Well, we're going to, yeah, 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 I'm going to just, because I just interviewed him just last week, so I didn't know what our schedule of course uh, today would have been a perfect yes literally since, at seven forty one. yeah this morning i got the confirmation our guest will not be coming don't you just love that <sighs> yeah, well, sure it was out of his hands out of his hands who was our guest 
Growing Up Garage was coming back in. Oh, the handful. Yeah, the whole family. Oh, my gosh. Yes. We'll have them. So where'd they go? Maybe Utah. Maybe Maybe. not. I'm not sure. I didn't ask. I just said, okay. Fine, if that's (laughs) the way you want to be. Well, there's a lot of racers right now that, you know, are not racing, you know, kids and what have yeah. you, that we can start dragging back in again. Oh, yeah, I have Melanie lined up. And what's her face, the little, my little buddy, the blonde? Kelly? Kelly. You want Kelly back? Oh, yeah. I love Kelly. Yeah, I like them all. They're all, yeah, they're all just too. cool as could be. All right, well, it's time, folks. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to run Joseph's interview right awesome. here on... Reacher Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. The is brought to you by Certified Car Clinic, 11370 North Woodside Avenue in lovely Santee. Go to certifiedcarcare.net for all your automotive needs. They do Street cars, dirt cars, drag cars, circle track cars, you name it, they race it. Uh, and they have a dyno in-house, which you can't beat having a dyno. It takes care of all the problems. All right, Toyota Racing is working with Bubba Wallace. And you'll definitely want to listen to this great interview with Joseph Dawisha, SDSU student. Take a listen. Hi, folks. Hey, you know, Toyota is always giving back to the community. And here's a great story you're going to love to hear. Toyota has put an endowment together uh, at SDSU, and we have got Joseph DeWasha on the line from UCSD. Joseph, tell us about the program. Yeah, so uh, Toyota had a great program going on uh, with Toyota Racing and NASCAR, and basically they're trying to reach out to um, people who are uh, students who are interested in, in racing that are uh, like m- members of ethnic minorities. Um, so they're, they're trying to reach out and increase that diversity in motorsports. And basically they had brought, brought me and a student from the university of North Carolina, Charlotte, and they took us both to a Las Vegas motor speedway. And we actually got a chance to go to the race in Vegas. And we were hanging out with, um, Bubba Wallace's team, we were with his engineers, with his crew chiefs, we, we got insider access. Um, and yeah, I mean, overall, it was just, just an incredible ex- experience put together by Toyota. Well, did they let you get behind the wheel? <laughs> no, not, not not quite that close. <laughs> ah, that's not going to be any good. We got to work on that. Now, are you in motorsports? I mean, do you race now? No, I'm I'm not. I'm, I'm an engineering student. Um, just, oh, I mean, that's my that's been my passion since since I was since I was a little kid. Um, and you know, it's it's a dream of mine to get into motorsports to to work for for an NASCAR team. That's that's always been a dream of mine. Well, you couldn't be in a perfect time to do that. That's for sure. Uh, so so even so, today you're not doing any motorsports. You're not racing go karts or SECA or going to Barona or anything like that. Uh, no, not, not not at the moment. Um, I've spent some time with some, uh, just get, giving a handout to some local uh, late model racers. Um, I was with Ron Esau for, for a good while, a couple of years ago, and, and I'm back in contact with him again. Um, but mostly just kind of do, doing mechanic stuff, just giving him a hand and, and kind of see, seeing how stuff works around there. Okay, but you want to be behind the wheel, right? I want to be, you know, on the pit box. I want to be... Um, oh, okay you know, setting the, the cars up, doing doing the engineering stuff. 
Yeah, and a lot of people don't realize, you know, that's what makes the everyday daily driver go from point A to point B in a safe fashion is engineers that, you know, involve themselves in motorsports because nobody puts a car through the paces harder than a than a motorsports, you know, package. Uh, so, so you're eventually, once you graduate, your whole goal, I'm sure, is to get into motorsports, but if not, at least work for one of the car manufacturers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I actually, so I just got accepted into the, the University of Michigan for their for their automotive engineering uh, master's program. So I think oh. that's a really, you know, that's a really good path t- towards the industry. Um, and yeah, like like you said, e- either way, I want to be working for one of those companies. That's a uh-huh. good goal of mine. Well, and you know, and a lot of people don't even know that car manufacturers like Toyota you know, reach out to the to the younger generation. But they do because you guys and girls are truly the future. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Toyota really knows what, what they're doing because they're they're trying to tap into basically the, the future. Um and, and, and like I said earlier, they're they're really trying to increase diversity, you know, to, to get more more guys and, and girls in, into motorsports and people of, of ethnic minorities. And I, I think that's really huge um, because uh, NASCAR is changing, the, the, um, like the motorsports industry is changing, and, and the automotive industry is changing as well. Oh, it's changing considerably. You're absolutely right. Uh, I've been involved in motorsports for as long as I can remember, and I'm always following it as much as I possibly can and and watching the, you know, the diversity – because I think motorsports should be open to anybody and everybody. And I think, mm-hmm. and I had this conversation with a young gentleman. He he, he was he was a he was a, he was a black gentleman. And him and his dad, we were doing a one on one. And my point was, the black community, the Hispanic community, the Asian community, all of these communities should rally around the young drivers out there. And help them fulfill their dreams, but I don't see that, you know, and that bothers me because I think they really should. And when I said it to this young driver, his dad, I looked over at his dad, his dad was bobbing his head, saying that's exactly correct. Because we, you know, it's terrible to have to say that. I think everybody should help everybody, but especially the 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 minorities that have talent. You know, you can't, I mean, I hate to tell you how much talent is lost because somebody doesn't invest in that guy or girl. Don't you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, and, and, you know, we, we should, we should really give, give everybody a fair chance. And yeah, yeah like, like you said, it's, it's a matter of, of seeing people with skill and, and, and rallying around them and supporting them and, you know, just, just, just give, giving them the mentality that, that they can make it. So I definitely agree with you. Well, you know, I mean, it's terrible to think Bubba Wallace is one of the very few that have made it in NASCAR after all these years. Are you freaking kidding me? You can't tell me he's the only one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm completely with you on that. And, and, you know, speaking of him, I actually got to meet him in, in Vegas and, I mean, he, he's he's such a great guy, and and I think he's he's actually his his foundation is is doing a lot for this, and and they're working with Toyota too, and I I think that that's one of his goals, and I I really believe that with with him in his position and 
being a, a cup driver, he can really do a lot for this. And I mean, I, as you know, some, somebody who's trying to get into the sport myself, I, I really do appreciate that. And you know what I like about Bubba Wallace? I mean, is the fact that he doesn't, you know, rub your nose in it. You know, he doesn't, he's not doing it in a, in a, in a, in an aggravated sense. I and mean, he's as calm and cool and collected you know, he just happens to be African-American. Okay, that's fine. But he tries to explain to people, we just need to help each other. And I think that's one of the attributes. And I think that's why he's going to go as far as he's going to go. Because as a voice, you know, he's not a, you know, he's not one that's, you know, that's going to, he's not trying to change the world. He's just trying to educate the world. And I think that's Absolutely. so important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and, and and I've I've been a fan of his since he was in, in the K&N series, and uh, honestly, right. he's a guy who who he, he let his driving do the talking, and I think yeah. now, now that he's in in the Cup series, you know, he he has a platform for this stuff, which I think is great. Right, but that platform is still a platform. I mean, there's only a, a just a small handful of, of of people that make it in this industry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he understands that. Yeah, I know he wants to win every race. Show me a race car driver that doesn't want to win every race, and yeah. you know that. And if, if that person doesn't want to win, then that person shouldn't be in motorsports. But I think you hit it on the head. He's got a platform. He has a voice. He has now. He's gotten smart. He's got a foundation, and I think he should do everything humanly possible to help as many kids, guys, and girls, because I'll tell you what, I know some girls that could drive like crazy, but oh, yeah. unfortunately, yeah, but then they meet guys like you, and then all of a sudden they get all starry-eyed, and next thing you know, they're not driving anymore. That's the only downside to girls. Yeah. No offense. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> am I going to get the hate mail on that one, but it's the truth. Well, I tell you what, Joseph, this has been a great interview. I know we kind of started off a little bumpy because I had you on a completely different topic. But it sounds like yeah, he knows right. about that as well. Maybe we'll uh, I'll bring you back and we'll talk about that. But uh, what what uh, year are you in right now? Uh, this is actually my last semester, so I'll be graduating in December. All right. Well, I tell you what, man, I'll be watching for you. You'll be sitting yeah. on the pit box. I got a feeling you're going to be sitting on the pit box. It's not going to be just but a matter of time. Thanks. Hey, yeah. if you thought, hey, if you thought school was stressful, <laughs> when you get on the pit box, dude, it's going to be really stressful. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right, I man. Stuff, I hear you, brother. I hear you. Well, it's nice talking to you. Uh, you got a pencil handy? Um, I do, yeah. yeah. I'm going to just give you my email address because we can do some sure. other stuff, maybe on KUSI. Through the school, you know, I've had I've had some of your students come down. I guess they were doing an all electric off road program, and I had them come in. But it's real simple: stall like where you put a horse. S T A L L D for David at Cox dot net. Send me an email, and uh, maybe we'll get you out to the Barona uh, Barona track. I'll get you in a dirt car. See if we can't uh, give you another direction. Yeah, sure. That would be awesome. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.